0: minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast welcome in to the game day edition of the pack a day podcast oh my god it feels good to say that it has been too long it's preseason, but it's still a game day. It is Packers game day. I'm Steve Furhatch. I am joined by Dusty Evely and the uh, vice president of the Pack-a-Day podcast, <laughs> Sarah Kelleher. What is going on, <laughs> VP? How you doing?
1: I am great. I am so excited that there is a game today. Like you said, it's preseason, but still, it's a game, and it's something that we're all gonna get to see and that we've been waiting for and it's one step closer to the regular season, so I'm super pumped right now and I feel like a kid on Christmas morning.
0: For a
2: preseason game, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Dusty, are you feeling equally excited? Yeah dude. Yeah, super hyped. I love love preseason, man. I like not preseason. I love Packers <laughs> preseason. I tried watching the Hall of Fame game and like I don't care about the fifth-string running back in Atlanta. Like, that does not not interest me too much. But Packers, yeah, Packers preseason. Absolutely love it, man. You've been reading about these guys. You go through camp. I mean, you go through draft. You see all these signings. We've talked a bunch just about kind of the bottom of the roster, kind of some of these guys who may not make the team. But this is – you finally get a chance to see these guys out there and doing something. And it's actual – even if it's not – doesn't – it's not real football. It looks and feels enough like real football. Um so I get excited about it. I don't care about who wins or loses, but i love i love love preseason football I, until yeah. someone goes down with an injury.
0: <laughs> I saw something on Twitter uh for the Hall of Fame game. People were like putting out the lines for it of the over under and <laughs> uh, you know that uh the Falcons were minus two and a half or minus two, and I'm like, oh my God, if you are betting on that game, you have an issue like. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, Daily Fantasy, love it. I can get on board with that. But for a preseason game, like, oh, my God. Yeah. How can – yeah. But football's back. It's back, and we're excited. We do have a little bit of Packers news that we need to talk about. Uh, Jason Spriggs was, uh, what, waived, injured from the Mm -hmm. team, and he actually ended up going unclaimed. So he reverts back to the Packers IR. He came in with an elbow issue from the offseason, and then got a back injury. So he is – we still don't know exactly how it's all going down, but he's on the IR at the minute. And I'm just kind of curious to see how the rest of it plays out. But, I mean, they must feel good enough with their current offensive line group that they can cut the former second-round traffic.
2: Or they feel bad enough with Spragues. One or the other, Steve. It's one or the other.
0: See, I was trying to go glass half full. you know, first preseason game. Yeah, you, you know, but it's, you you know that's it's, it's kind of that's how the way this this whole relationship works. I, I bring in the positive, you just round it out with the negative showers. Like, just <laughs> is that how it works? Goes. I I feel that's the way it works. Yes, I think I'm, the, ho- I'm the host of this one, so I got to you know try to bring the positive energy all the
2: time, and you always come into it. You're like, I'm doing fine. There's I times I want to bring this up. There's times I have brought positive energy, and then you're like, oh, you're just making fun of me. Shut up! And I'm not. I'm not so
0: learn how to. I've said this. I've said this multiple times on this podcast, Dusty. Mm. I can tell when you're faking it, <laughs> Sarah. That might be the one to note for this week's. Um... <laughs> that was oh good. man, I don't think I've made Dusty laugh that. Hard. Oh, that was good. That was good. Writing Whereas...
1: it down right now.
0: Well done, Steve. Sarah what is did I for that? Sarah documenting all the jackassery that we do on this podcast for when we come up to the two year anniversary, she can roll through all the best lines from the show. So, uh, yeah, Dusty, I can tell when you're faking it. I think that's a good one.
2: I think that's good. Think, uh, uh, yeah. And at this rate, Steve, uh, there's no way this team is sticking together for another full year. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> say someone intervenes at, at at some point. I assume.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're probably not right. At least I'll yeah. probably
2: take game days away from us. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely.
1: For sure. And then I'll just leave and start my own podcast.
2: Like, well, we all knew it was coming. She finally said it, finally admitted uh-huh. to it.
0: That's cool. It'll be all like the 20-year-olds who don't drink. So, I mean, <laughs> <That's> we'll, like, <laughs> we'll lose like three listeners.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> uh, Jesse, you wanted to talk a little bit about, there's an article on Packers.com about Robert Tanya, and you're starting to. Yeah. To feel the hype a little bit so why don't you kind of break down what that article is about and uh before we start talking some game day stuff
2: yeah i mean i've been you know i was kind of uh digging on Tanyan last year just the skill set that he brings i was kind of a uh, i mean this time of year last year if you rewind to uh to a year ago there's a whole bunch of is Tanya gonna make it you know he was a uh converted wide receiver he hadn't really played tight end that much but just like raw physical guy that if he could turn it around could be good Uh, and so, you know, we had a full year of them, didn't do too much last year, obviously, but with the tight end depth this year, um, that's a guy I know I found myself thinking about a lot and a lot of other people had as well. Uh, so yeah, I was, I was looking at, um, Packers.com today and I saw, uh, Wes Hodkiewicz, Wes Hod, Wes Hod wrote an article about, um, Tanyan and just kind of, uh, uh, what has happened kind of this past between last season and this season, this off season, even just last season a little bit as well. And Tanyan talked about how. Uh, you know he kind of came in he didn 't really know what to expect. You had these two guys ahead of him on the depth chart, or three guys, I guess, because Kendricks was here, uh, but especially you know Graham and Lewis is these two guys who had their spots that that didn 't necessarily need to kind of teach a young guy anything because they didn 't want this young guy coming in and taking over anything that 's the mentality among some people uh, Just talk about how both those guys have taken him under under their wing and it 's really interesting from a um, from a learning the game perspective, and he kind of touched on this as well that you had you know Jimmy Graham who, despite what you think of him now and his current state, and I still like him a lot, um, but despite what you think of him, has been a successful receiving tight end in this league and knows knows how to be successful. So he's getting kind of receiving tips from Jimmy Graham, uh, and then you get the blocking from Mercedes Lewis, who's just a tremendous blocking tight end. Uh, so you're kind of getting these two experts in their field that he's been able to sit behind now for a full year, and really, again, this offseason he kind of touched. He kind of uh, went into that a little deeper, and then coming into camp they're even even more Kind of digging into that and so it's just it's it's this really cool to look at um kind of tanyan's evolution and kind of how he got to where he is now from a guy who might not make the roster to the number three tight end on the roster uh possibly primed to be number one after this year and kind of what has gotten him to that point and just kind of this advanced nfl education from these two guys who had just been at the top of that specific section of their craft um no, super interesting look, and I think bodes really well for Tanyan this year. It certainly, I, I was a big fan of him coming into this year, uh, and after reading that, like, oh, this this guy's going to catch – he's going to go for 1,200 yards uh, this year. So that's uh, probably, probably a little too optimistic. But, yeah, really, if you've not read it yet, it's over on Packers.com. Uh, really, really fascinating read. I, I really, really enjoyed that.
0: I think uh, the one thing I took away, too, was, as you said, it's, it's exciting for Tanyan, but in my head I also go – Man, for next year, Tanya Sternberg, like Tanya mm-hmm. Sternberg, these both of them, like they're both in that same room. They're going to be picking those things up. Like all of a sudden, if those guys kind of hit, mm-hmm. you have a hell, a hell of a duo that can both catch the ball and block. So, I mean, tight end wise, they're they're trending upward in a real big way and i'm kind of kind of excited for the way that it, it all could turn out
2: yeah and sternberger we'll have to see because i mean his his profile five in college was a willing blocker if not a particularly good one and tanya is just so raw you don't know but apparently it, it sounds like he is working on his blocking and you know maybe take it with a grain of salt considering the fact that it's coming from jimmy graham saying it but apparently uh tanya has really improved his blocking in the off season so yeah if you, i mean you're absolutely right, Steve. You can that's two guys. Maybe you're one two next year. It's really exciting.
1: Yeah, I, my kind of takeaway from it was like you said, Dusty, these guys may not you might not be a big fan of them now and what they're doing especially with Graham, but they obviously have experience mm-hmm. and they have that veteran experience and have been in situations that are crucial into in development as a player. And so if two t- young tight ends can get that kind of mentorship, that's huge for the future. And that was something that really stood out to me and what you, kind of seconding what you said, Steve, that it's only up from here if they're getting that kind of advice and that kind of and they're picking their brains in that way.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a, for sure an exciting exciting time for the tight end group. Hopefully this all hits and it's kind of one of those things that it's for the tight end group. The Packers have thrown draft picks at it. They've thrown tie, they've thrown free agent signings at it and just nothing has hit. So, I mean, you're kind of hoping that the, the Tanya and Sternberger is on the upward trend and mm-hmm. this is going to be the finally, get, they're finally going to have an answer at tight end.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Smooth transition-wise, it's freaking game day, guys.
1: Yes!
0: I cannot tell you how excited I am. Not because it's game day, but thank the freaking Lord we'll actually have some football to talk about. Because I'm getting so sick and tired of the Twitter BS that is going on between... Florio, that's going on between Bears fans, that's going on between Packers fans, Vikings fans. like it's just it's everywhere, and they're talking about the same nonsense over and over, and it's just like my mind is about to explode, and I'm just so ready for actual football to happen. And I know it's still the preseason, but this just means we're this much closer to the regular season, and we're this much closer, but. I mean, can we go over a couple of the, the latest things? Because it just – it blows my mind that these things are actual – actually on Twitter that people are arguing about. I mean, we all saw that Will Floor likes having the inter-squad scrimmages mm-hmm. with the – he liked it. Rogers didn't. Holy crap, it's the end of the world. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. Like, Mike Florio went out of his way to say that, you know, this is a big, big deal for the Packers. And uh, how could the quarterback and the head coach not be on the same page and blah, blah, blah. Holy crap. in In the NFL world, it is possible for both of them to be right.
2: God forbid they answer a question differently. God forbid. No,
0: I mean, they need to be robots. They need to be, like, linked the same way as I... He needs to be... Rogers, as soon as he answers a question, needs to be texting the floor and say, this is what I said, this is what you should say. Or vice versa. I mean, they should just flip it back and forth. But... I think... I don't know what you guys think. I
2: think it's disrespectful if they wear different clothes, too. (laughs) I think that shows a massive level of disrespect. That they're not calling each other before and being like, hey, what are you wearing today? Like... Come on, dude! You're the quarterback. Yeah, and- you're supposed to be the leader of this team, and that's the coach. Like, show sh- just show some respect. You know, lead by example. You know, oh, it's like he goes into the Packers pro
0: like Rogers goes into the Packers pro shop, picks out a nice you know quarter zip and pulls mm-hmm. it out. And he, why isn't he grabbing a second one to give to Lafleur?
2: Well, I what I heard, and this is you know I can't I can't divulge my sources, is that uh, Lafleur went to the pro shop. And Rogers had a fake mustache and was trailing him, and saw (laughs) what he bought, and then went to a different rack to purposefully buy something else, which is bad bad. bad leadership. Right
1: there, he did it because he's a bad leader, and he's selfish, and he's conceited. He said that when
2: he was like checking out too. He was like, (laughs) "I'm not paying for this," and also, I don't like the people that I'm. That that I don't like my coach. Like he said that. He probably he
0: snuck out. He snuck out before Lafleur and said. Put it on that guy's tab, so he made him pay yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah,
2: man, that's terrible. None of that stuff is true. If anyone's, if anyone actually thinks we're serious, none of that stuff is. true. <laughs> well, you know the thing that kills me. So we, you have that the Florio stuff, and Florio's Florio, and he's a Vikings fan, and blah. I'm like, uh, um, the, I mean, all of this in public, nothing has been said from Lafleur or Rogers that has been like, this guy sucks. Nothing has been said that leads me to believe that these guys cannot get along. There was the audible thing. But I, I don't think that's a big deal at all. And there was even... no. We uh, needed content. We needed something to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, it. it's a different system. It's a different system. And it's an interesting tidbit. That's about that's about it. Sure. Um, we had two days, a couple of days ago, LaFleur sat down with Peter King and actually said the words, um, I love coaching Aaron Rodgers. I think it's great. He's a super smart guy and I'm learning a lot and we challenge each other and that's really good. And you know how much press that got against the Florio stuff? Like I did not. Hear about it. Yeah, I had to I had to look it up myself. And you know the funny thing is they're both on NBC Sports. It's the same. Both of those, uh, like the video and the article, were on the same exact page ish. You know, owned by the same parent company or whatever. And uh, one got a ton of press because it's Florio being a big old troll. And I get it. I mean, I get why it gets the traction. Because it's clickbaity things. So and also because big-baited. there's well there's, we don't there's want to comment on it. And there's also there's more people that dislike the Packers than like the Packers. That's the way it goes. So if you get yeah. like an anti-Packers thing, people are like, well, I'm gonna hang on to this, and it's it's just dumb clickbaity stuff. Like I get it. It's still just it's I'm with you, Steve. It's I like the the to other fan bases I don't I, I don't care. I don't care about the interactions of the other fan base, but I mean among Packers fans and the other thing as well that I kind of t- talked about with you earlier, Steve, was the stupid. Um, they have one bad inter squad practice with the Texans, and now everyone's like, "Offense is on the same page." This is a disaster. It's one practice. Like, it's I can't wait. Like yeah. you, I can't wait to get to the game, so We don't have to talk about this garbage anymore.
0: So it, yeah, basically the the reference I would make is for all the parents out there that have watched the movie Chicken Little. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. <laughs> Oh my god, there was one bad practice. The office wasn't great.
2: There's also a book, Steve. God. It's also a pretty famous book.
0: Well, that's the one that I've been watching with my kid is the one that uh, Zach Braff has plays Chicken Little and <laughs> right. she's a big fan of that one, so we've oh, watched it enough. here and there. It's on Netflix currently as well, so, you know, right. heads up for all the parents.
1: Well, adding on to like what we were saying about Rogers and the relationship and the rumors that are flying around there, there was literally a video the other day of him pranking <laughs> for at practice yeah. and pretending like there was a ball coming and about to hit him and there was nothing and he was just totally psyching him out and that video I saw it circulating a little bit and I went to go show someone at work the other day and it was gone it was deleted and then I could not find it anywhere and I was like you have got to be kidding me this is something that is full-on proof you don't joke around with people that you don't like like you always with your friends you mess with them and you play pranks on them and you make jokes them with people you're comfortable around people that you know are going to understand that so if rogers truly did not like him i don't think he would be messing around with him at the start of practice i think he just wouldn't be talking to him so it's little things like that that people it just goes right over their head and they don't even look at when if you look at you know video of them talking at practice and having conversation like that and kind of messing around with each other. It's obvious that there's a pretty decent relationship that's beginning there, but everyone wants to grab what they see in the headlines and grab what they want to think is true. And that's what makes the
0: news. No, Sarah, he was in a boot. That was a dangerous prank (laughs) and he could have hurt
2: himself by falling over because he thought there was a football coming in. No, that video, man, their smiles were so ridiculously big. By exactly. both Exactly. And Devontae's
1: in it, and Devontae's yeah. laughing. And I was like, this is the wholesome content that I needed today. And then the next day, everyone's like, the Packers are in flames. They're terrible. They had one bad practice. Ah, and
2: it's just a mess. The floor like playfully tapped his arm, and then music swelled, and it looked like they were going to kiss, but then they didn't. <laughs> it was a great video. It was a great video. <laughs> Somebody put some Titanic music behind it. It was really good. I liked it a lot. All <laughs> well,
0: right, oh, wow. Steve, that is Can a good you, song.
2: Uh, do you do karaoke? This sounds like something you might do. Uh, I do, but time. I've never I've never done that song. It's been a while. Really?
1: Maybe while. you should try it.
2: You're right. It's a good point, Sarah. I am not a karaoke guy. Oh, well. I, lived,
0: I lived in Korea for two years and they
2: love that
0: stuff.
2: Next time I'm up that way, Steve, you, me, buddy. I like it. Karaoke. Now. Karaoke. I don't even know if there's. I'm sure there's a
0: karaoke. There's there. absolutely karaoke. There's got to be. All right, let's jump in. Game day Packers, Texans, home game, 7 p.m. The uh, Packers are two and a half point favorites for those who really <laughs> care about that. But I uh, like. As much as this game day, it's still preseason. Like we'll, we'll be seeing a lot of the guys who won't be making the roster. So I just kind of, instead of going deep dive into anything, I just kind of want to talk to you guys and see what's the one thing that you're going to be looking at when you're watching, like your main focus of what you want to see or look for when you're watching the game. So, Sarah, let's start with you.
1: So something I'm going to be looking for is typically in the past few seasons, although the Texans have been pretty decent overall, they – typically struggle with protecting their quarterback with their offensive line is always kind of a mess. And that's something that they don't really see like people that have covered the team. I was reading up don't really expect them to fix this year. And so since the Packers defense has been such a big talking point and they've made some changes there and, um, kept some of our strongest players on that end. I'm really looking at what our defense is going to do. How are they going to put pressure on the quarterback tomorrow, no matter who it is? I know it might not be the first you know, string offensive line guys out there. But if, you know, for the first couple plays, it is them. I'm curious to see what, you know, Kenny Clark, Blake Martinez. Now we have Zadarius Smith and then Fackrell last year who turned into Sackrell halfway through the year. And then now Preston Smith and they drafted Gary. So there's a lot of potential that could make the Packers defense and specifically with their pass rush, very, very, efficient this year so i'm just if there's any action in that area that's kind of what i'm looking for because it's been such a big talking point and it would be kind of a game where that could maybe be tested and brought to light a little bit
0: dusty
2: yeah i mean i said earlier you know i don't i don't don't care who wins and loses that doesn't doesn't matter to me at all i know some people do and i've never never understood that Uh, i've never understood that uh so yeah i don't care um but what I am looking at uh, is the running back position. You've got, uh, if, if you consider fullback a running back, which which you should, because it is, um, I'd say the Packers have, I've got the Packers having four locks right now, and I think we may see, we'll see two of them. I think Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams we likely will not even see. I know they've been kind of battling injuries, but those guys are locks to make the roster, so whatever. Dexter Williams, uh, draft pick from this year. I'm putting him as a lock to make it, and also Danny Vitale, uh, who I talked about quite a bit last week. Uh, so that's exciting. So I, I assume we're going to see Dexter Williams and Danny Vitale. But then the other guys, I figure, like, you've got four other guys, uh, They and it seems like every time they, they wave or drop somebody, the position they bring in is running back. LaFleur is obviously looking at this, it, whether he's planning on keeping five, uh, which which seems like a lot, but in his offense, you know, possibly. Who knows? I don't know. Um, I'm thinking you got like one out of these four guys going to make it. You. you got uh, Trey Carson, Corey Grant, Keith Ford, and Darren Hall. And so I'm kind of looking at, I'm looking at these guys here. I'm looking at like who's who's battling. I figure there's four guys for one spot. So how do those guys look when they get playing time? And, and furthermore, who gets playing times when the like the the two squad is in there? We're not going to see much of the ones. But uh, when the second squad is in there, I assume it's going to be Dexter Williams and Danny Vitale are going to see some. But who's that next guy? Because that's, that's probably going to tell you who they're leaning. I think it's probably going to be Trey Carson. I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to be Corey Grant is the guy who kind of makes it out. I just I like what he could bring to the table. Um, but that, that's kind of what I'm looking at. I mean, you're looking at a lot of those backup guys. A, a lot of these guys, you're waiting for someone to jump out at you. I mean... Whether or not they make the team, it's always kind of fun to see, like, you've heard these names through camp, and it's, oh, this guy looks really, really good. So anyone who kind of flashes a little bit, gives you something to dream on, I'm kind of excited about. But really, it's that running back position that really, which one of those four guys is going to step up and look like, oh, yeah, this this could be the guy. I'm never <laughs> right on picking who they pick. Any, any given team. year. You said,
0: uh, it was last week or two weeks ago that you got excited a couple of years ago about the whole Janus to Hun- like Hunley to Janice thing.
2: Yeah. I was never yeah. a big believer in, uh, I was actually a believer in Hunley. I was never really a big believer in Janice, but he ran a stop and go. And I was like, Oh, he actually could stop. And I didn't know he could do that. That's fun. But it was more like Hunley cause it was kind of an anticipation throw, um, but yeah, I mean, I always have like guys I fall in love with in the preseason. I'm like, oh, that that's sure. the guy, that's the guy, and then like he never plays an NFL snap, so don't don't listen to me.
0: So before we move, I like, give you mine. Uh, I do have to ask you since you brought like since we were discussing Brett Hunley,
2: mm.
0: who is a more annoying gum chewer, Brett Hundley
2: Pete or Carole. Pete Carroll? It's Pete Carroll. P. Okay. Yeah. I, I would
0: always get annoyed. Like I felt like. I felt like Brett Hundley could die on the football field because he's chewing gum and somebody is going to sack him and like it's going to th- go
2: in the back of his throat and he's going to choke and die on the field. Like I never had an issue with Hundley chewing gum. That was a thing. I never cared about that. Pete Carroll, hmm, he like struts around and chews gum like he like he owns the place. Yeah, no, Even he's when he's, he's losing, losing. he is. That is a perfect
1: description of him. The... I have
2: more colorful language, Sarah. But I'm not going to oh, go yeah.
0: into it here. <laughs> <laughs> Andy has censored us and like you're the vice president why can you not talk to Andy and get him to a lot like this yeah, is the second year I should be allowed to get like two swears for the entire year like I'll, I'll work them in perfectly I won't waste them in the preseason but if something happens like really badly I should be able allowed to to drop an f-bomb I think that's I think that's fair so I feel as- like if Pete Carroll's involved we should be able to say whatever we want Mm-hmm. As the VP, Sarah, you need to work on Andy and, and mm-hmm. then get this approved for us. Yes, please. I want two swears for the entire year.
1: For the entire year?
0: Yeah. I, you know, I, okay. I it's a PG rated podcast. I don't want to drop them all the time, but I feel that I should be allowed two swear words
2: for the entire year. I feel like your VP I title will, is maybe like a figurehead thing. Do you have any real power, Sarah? I will
1: talk to no, Andy and me. I will talk to HR and then I'll get back to you in about ten business days. So
2: I think HR is actually Steve. I think we're good. <laughs> oh
0: dude, if I'm HR, we're golden. I'll approve <laughs> anything at this point.
1: Um, I'll need you then to probably review the ethics handbook and everything that you were given at the start. But it's fine, you know. We'll see what we can do.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. <laughs>
0: All right, for me, as far as what I'm looking for, I actually am going to cheat. I've got two things since I haven't been able to make it up to practice. I am very much hoping that Zadarius Smith is going to be playing right away. I want to watch him in action. You know, there's been rave reviews about him beating people one on one, beating Batiari, taking the Texans' tackles to business. Like, I, I want to see it. I want to see him just be worth that money. I want to see him take advantage of the tackles and get to Deshaun Watson. My guess is Deshaun Watson probably won't be playing, but I want to see him to get to the quarterback. And I just want to see all that in action. I want to see that whole front line just abuse people because I'm excited about that, which just makes the backside better. And I'm excited for the defense this year. I think this is for the first time in a long time, this could be a top 10 defense and it's exciting that the Packers could be there again. So that's number one what I'm looking for. Number two I'm looking at is the quarterback play. Rodgers looks like he most likely is not going to play at all. So uh, we're not looking at that. And then I want to see where LaFleur ranks his quarterbacks because, you know, they traded for Kaiser, but that wasn't his guy. They've got Boyle. um I want to see where he puts them, like if they give a lot of time to Kaiser because they want to see what he can do or if they're trying to build some trade value because they believe in Boyle. I don't know. I don't know what they think right now, and I'm just – out of anything, I'm just curious as to see what they think about the quarterbacks because as much as I love Aaron Rodgers, he's been nicked up many times in the past couple of years, and I want to know – I'd feel a lot better – if they had a veteran quarterback, but they don't, so I want to see what they got.
2: Well, also, Manny Wilkins has an absolute cannon. Like he's not making a team, but I want to see him. I would love to see him out there, just just gunning, just chucking as hard as he can chuck.
0: I'm all yeah for sure. I mean, give everybody a look that they can. Like I want to see. Uh, I, I mean, I I think it was Nagler who said it, but I, like I heard him say is, you can't teach accuracy. Yeah, and Kaiser doesn't have it. Like he just doesn't have it, and he hasn't had it for the entire time of his entire career. So, at what point do you say we have an inaccurate backup quarterback? That's not ideal. Like that's not what you want. And Rodgers is thirty five. He's not like he's been nicked up here and there, and he's had bigger injuries the past couple of years. That can't be the game plan. Like you have to be able like. For, so I just I like I I want to see what Boyle can do, uh, I want to see what Wilkins can do, and just I don't know maybe go from there. Yeah, am I, I mean, crazy? I am I crazy? I
2: no, but like if <laughs> if you're talking about Boyle, like I don't think Boyle necessarily has a reputation for even accurate. Either We just haven't seen him. Like if 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 we're if we're talking about Tim Boyle, like. Yeah, he's – I don't know. He does not – I don't think he's an not accurate like, I not
0: don't, I don't feel good about either of their – any of their yeah. best quarterbacks.
1: It, I listened to Andy and Aaron's um, joint podcast the other day, and they were talking about how if it gets to the point where Aaron Rodgers is not playing and one of them has to play, the season is done. And that's pretty much it. I mean, the – Sarah, the you know what?
0: You, you really could have referenced – our podcast, when we
2: previewed the quarterbacks, where we said that. These are bigger names. They don't care about us. These are bigger <laughs> names. a bitch, well, no.
1: This was literally just like three days ago. So it was the freshest thing in my mind. But yes, we did say it on our podcast about a week or two ago as well. But I think that's the truth of the matter is that if they play, it's not good. And I will be very scared. And they just need someone else in that position eventually. Yep,
0: yeah, definitely. Definitely agree. All right, before we go, um, I need scores from everybody because this is what we do on game days is oh, predict man. the scores. No. So
2: preseason no, scores. I, really
1: I could have been thinking about this.
2: I got here. I got it's 14 to 10. It's going to be 14 to 10 because it's preseason and who cares?
1: The Packers okay. winning?
2: Sure. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Why not, Sarah? Why not? Uh, Yeah, let me flip a quarter here. Yeah, we got the Packers winning. We're gonna say uh, game game winning throw, uh, and we're gonna say we're gonna say uh, Manny Wilkins to uh, I don't know uh, Darius Shepard. Say Mm yeah, that's what we're gonna say. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna say seventeen to ten. The Packers win. I have no, no way.
0: proclamation of who's going to get yeah. the or not, I don't but. know
1: when or who <laughs> is involved in the winning touchdown, but that is – This
0: amateur game. hour? <laughs> it's running back number seven that runs <laughs> in for a uh, touchdown. He just
2: does – his jersey just says RB on the back. <laughs> <laughs> RB number seven, yeah.
0: I, like uh, I think I'm going to go a little bit higher score. I think I'm going to go 31 – 24, but I think I'm going to have the Packers
2: losing. Get out, Ew. get out, dude! It's preseason. Who cares? I'm so upset with you, Steve. I'm so I put a lot of thought and passion into mine. And I expect <laughs> the same out of you. I'm the
0: one who asked the question, so obviously I had thought about it previously.
2: Yeah, you did not bring up we'd be talking about this.
0: I know. Sometimes I like I'm to keep hurt guys, and offended. I'd like to keep you guys on your feet because sometimes you guys are jackasses. I don't know if you're aware of that. That's mean. That seems pretty rude. Eh, I'm okay with it. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, although I predicted that the Packers will lose, hopefully this will be a Packer victory, Uh, you know, preseason or not. It's always a good good time for a Packer victory. If you guys are looking to go to the Packer game tomorrow, make sure you check the Ticket King. That's one of our sponsors, and they always have great ticket deals for the game. So make sure to check them out. Do you guys have any uh, closing statements you need
2: to make? I have two um, small things. I'm gonna oh, Sarah, you go first. You go first, Sarah. Sarah oh, never has anything.
1: I was just going to say I will be That's starting she does now. to write again for <laughs> Cheatshead TV starting tomorrow. I'll be doing my game recaps after every game. So my first one will be up tomorrow after the game or either Uh, Early morning on Friday, depending on how late the game um, goes, it won't be as results oriented or with stats, considering that it is a preseason game, but it'll kind of be a preseason write up. This is what we saw. This is what maybe who stood out, what went right at some points, what went wrong and what maybe they can work on for the next game. So that will I will have a write up after every game starting tomorrow. So nice. make sure you check it out if you follow Cheesehead TV.
2: Which you should. Um yeah, I had uh I kind of finished up my off season series. I've been doing the floors Tennessee passing offense, which was awesome. And then I ended up this past week with um look going back to a game we talked about is that last week? Two weeks ago? When did we talk about that? The the Eagles game Whenever in... we had the
1: one year episode.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks yeah. ago. Two weeks ago. Uh yeah, we talked about the 2016 Eagles game that kind of kickstarted the run-the-table that just was Rodgers getting the ball out uh, just like crazy. And so I kind of revisited that game and showed what Rodgers can do when he's getting the ball out quickly, which I expect to see in the floor's offense. So that was kind of fun. That's up on Cheesehead now. That went up on this past Monday, I think. And then my other thing was on the other podcast that I do, Pack to the Future, uh, I think yesterday it went up, uh, we got to talk to Chris Jackie, Chris Jackie, who is a Super Bowl winner and, you know, kicker, long time kicker for the Packers. And that was just a tremendous amount of fun. Uh, just a really cool guy. Uh, just had a ton of fun talking to him. Um, so that was awesome. So that's on the Pack to the Future podcast uh, that came out earlier this week. And that was great. I actually talk to a Super Bowl winner. It's kind of awesome. Uh, Sarah, can you tell us all a little bit about Chris Jackie?
1: What do you mean? He's a kicker. I know he's a kicker. (laughs) Yesterday, I was like, isn't he the one that had the record-breaking field goal? And you guys didn't know what I was talking about, but I looked it up and I was right.
2: In overtime, he had the longest, I think, overtime game winner.
1: Yeah, it was like 53 yards or something.
2: Yeah, it's not not the longest field goal of all it time. How many yards?
1: No, it was like in Packers history or something. It wasn't of all time. It was just like in the Packers history.
2: See, I thought you were talking about all like all time. Yeah, I mean, it's just your response was isn't he that guy that had that really long kick? Like, oh, he's a field goal kicker, so probably. Like you're right, you
0: but we were looking for a little bit more from you. So, okay. Well, I think that that kind of wraps everything up here. I think we're pretty good to go. It's Packers game day. We're all jacked up, mm-hmm. excited.
1: Yeah. Finally,
0: we have some real football to talk about again. And uh, we will be back next week with another preseason preview.
2: Every preseason game, like <laughs> the next four, right? We got oh, today, oh, and the next four are games. We are off. We're Dusty, off. I, Dusty and I are off.
0: Yeah, at the that's end right. Of, End of the month, there will be a special announcement, but Dusty and I have been uh, put on sabbatical for a week. Uh, Sarah's going to be hosting a special Pack-A-Day podcast episode, but we can't dis- disclose those details. I think
2: as Andy, Andy didn't say specifically, but he did say that we were getting the week off because of something you said, Steve. Now, I don't know exactly what it was, but I think that was, that was his exact language, because of oh, something so Steve
0: did. We're getting benched because of something I did, but Sarah somehow got out of it? Okay,
2: that's cool. She's not associated. Being
1: with the her. vice president has it. <laughs> <laughs> she's
2: got a private bathroom, and she's immune to these kinds of things. So,
0: can't argue with it at all. Yeah, <laughs> that should wrap everything us up for us. We will be back next Thursday, as well as Sarah will be back the following Thursday after that, and uh, hopefully we'll be celebrating some Packers preseason wins. So, uh, for Dusty, for Sarah, I'm Steve, as always. Go Pack Go!